Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Empowerment One-on-One with me, Latoya. I hope everyone had an amazing day. The time now is 11.06pm and I was just sitting at my computer and just thinking because so much has been going on Um, and I always want to be transparent because I always say I feel like it's for someone else. Um, So let's go. I was sitting here thinking, y'all, about the pitfalls of parenting. You know, I was thinking about how hard it is for us as parents and moms to be exact. I'm not taking away from dads and things like that and how parenting is for you, but I can only speak from a woman, from a mother's standpoint, because us as women, we wear so many hats. We can go to work, come home, go take the kids to the basketball game, football game, cook the dinner. They want to go skating. You take them skating. They want to go hang out with friends. We're pulled in so many directions. And if you're married, that's just another added thing to the list, right? And so, of course, we're the most underappreciated group of people, the woman, because it's, it's just like we don't get praises that men get from when they go out here and go to work every day and then they come home, they get checked up. Oh, man, you a good man. You do this. You know, that's the difference. We don't get those pats on the back like that. We just keep going. And so we become to feel unappreciated at times and feel sad about it sometimes, but we keep we keep it moving. We keep going because that's just how we were built. That's who we are and that's how we were built. But I've been sitting here thinking, y'all. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Just thinking. I'm not going to really put it all out there right now or anything like that because I'm wait I'm believing God for some stuff. You know, in reference to um I will say, my kid, I'm this teenage life, (laughs) this teenage life is just, is different. And I try to think about when I was a teenager, but we all know that we all have tried to right our wrong with our kids from the stuff that we went through or we didn't get. We want to do all of that opposite of that with our children. We're like, uh-uh, I'm going to take it on by force. I'm going to be better at this than you were. Da, 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 da. You know, you'll never be, you'll be, you'll you'll do things differently. But, but it's still, with the kids we're raising today, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but somebody is relating to this. It don't matter how much you do. You can slit your wrist and it still ain't going to be enough for these kids. And that's the truth. And I'm, I learned, though, from my first that, oh, no, let me make sure you work for everything that you want. You know, instead of just giving it to you at times when you really didn't earn it. I just wanted to do that because, again, it always resonates back to, dang, You know, you just creating memories and wanting to give your kids more than they really do deserve at times. And so if you have more than one like myself, then you realize, okay, I'm going down the same path. Hold up. Nope. You will earn what you want. You know, nothing is going to be handed to you and give it to you out in this world. So you will earn what you want. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to 
we're going to pick and choose what that thing will be, you know, just because I, I realized y'all and I know I have good kids. Don't get it twisted. I have good kids. They're good humans. Right. But that's just it. I want to make sure <laughs> that you have a giving heart, that it just comes natural to you. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes when you can give these kids too much. They don't really pay it forward that much, you know, and um, but you got to keep teaching them, you know, like I used to take them to homeless shelters and like things like that. Or I'll say, let's donate these clothes or something like that or whatever. And I haven't done that, especially since COVID in a while. So it is what it is. But um, I was just thinking about parents tonight and just the last the last week or, or so. Just about like how parents' hearts are grieved right now over their kids. You know, some of these kids can make you feel like you ain't nothing. And every time I hear these little these kids, these teenagers, they always want to hurry up and leave their parents' houses. You know what I'm saying? And because there's rules there. Oh my God forbid you got to clean a dish. God forbid you have to actually fold your clothes and um, put them up because you are, you know, an adult. God forbid you have to, you know, help out around the house. And that's the stuff that a lot of, it'd be the simplistic, simplistic in some homes. It can be just as simplistic as that. And the kid is just like, you're the worst parent ever. And so what do we call those kids? Those entitled kids, <laughs> you know how we used to see kids and we'd be like, I won't say what we really would say because, you know, I want to, I don't want to offend someone, but we would see the other kids, right? And when they, they didn't get their way or they got their cell phone took or they couldn't go hang out with their friends, they would say, I hate you. You're this, you're that, you're the worst mom ever. I, can you get any worse? You know, you would see that in our culture. We'd be like, who's she talking to? You need to... Pop her in her mouth, you know. But then we turn around and raise kids. Not that talk like that, but just, you know what I'm saying? I just was thinking because I know a lot of parents. I know a lot of women that go through a lot with their kids. And it's like all you do is try to wake up and it's, you wake up in the morning by the grace of God and you try, you take your family on. You, you make the breakfast. You do this. You do that. And... You try to be available to these kids physically, emotionally. You try to be there in all these different ways. And it just seems like it's not enough. It seems like you drop the ball over and over and over again. And you start crying out to God. Help me become the parent you called me to be. I don't know where I, what's going on. What is happening? You know, all of these different things. And while God is continuing to show you. It isn't necessarily that you're doing something wrong. It's the fact that. It's the pitfalls of parenting. It's the pitfalls of parenting. And sometimes you just got to sit back and just say, I'm doing the best I can and breathe. And know that God is leading you and teaching you 
what to do and what not to do. And see, my prayer, when I pray to God and we pray to God, God, show us how to parent these kids at the stage they're at now. Because there's different stages to this thing. You can't parent your 19-year-old like you would have parented that child as they were for, like at 14. And, you know, you can't do that. So if you're doing that, that's that's a problem, you know. But it's like, okay, so where do we, we got to meet them where they are. But we don't have to agree with everything you know, we don't have to agree. We can agree to disagree, but there has to be respect and there has to be a happy medium at the end of the day. And in my house, I don't really compromise on certain things because I'm just not going to. Um, not, not on certain things. There's just certain things I'm not going to compromise on. Like, you have to respect me in my house. <laughs> There's just, I mean... No, we're going going to have respect in here. You know, and I get that teenagers have their moments and they get angry. They're going through emotions, puberty. They're not understanding what's going on with them and things like that. You know, I have a 12-year-old and a 19-year-old. So you, I understand it now. I'm telling you now, I'm being honest because I didn't. I used to, I, I know that they change and they have things they deal with, but my response sometimes was probably a little bit too much because I'd be like, hold up, hold up. What you think you in that other house? Well, I don't play that in here, you know, and not really hearing what the issue was or whatever. But um, my point is, there are pitfalls to this parenting thing, and we have ways that we can avoid it. But I want you to also understand that you're a good parent. To those parents out there that do everything they can for their children to try to make the make a comfortable home, and those parents that have sacrificed for their kids and really was there for those kids, you're a good parent. And don't let these kids tell you you're any different. Don't let them make you feel any different because you know you ain't falling for the okie doke with them no more. That you actually got a you know that you actually um got a backbone and you're like you're not going to take advantage of this i'm only going to be on here for a little while y'all i just wanted to if somebody somebody needed this <laughs> somebody needed some encouraging words in this area um and you know i always want to let you know that you're not alone sometimes i just get on here like as if i could hear y'all talking back to me to say, girl, I was like, I could hear you say, girl, yes, girl, you talking to me right now. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from. These teenagers make you feel like you want to turn there, throw them, throw them somewhere, and you know, <laughs> trade them in. <laughs> can't get no change back. Can't get no money back. But you want to trade them jokers in sometimes and try again. Like, hold up, this one, Nick. I, let me get another one. <laughs> but we can't do that. <laughs> So anyway, you guys, I'm just, I'm just on here. I'm, a, I'm the scripture that I live by is that you train up a child in the way they should go. And when they grow old, they will not depart from it. The seeds are planted in them. I've been planting seeds in my kids since they, before they were born. So what I trust what's been planted in them, no matter how crazy they may act at times no matter how out of pocket out of order they can get at times i trust the seed that was planted most importantly at which the seed of god his word i trust god 
concerning their lives. And that's where we have to get to a place of trusting God, that God knows the plans that he thinks towards us, towards them, and it's good and not evil, that he loves our children way more than we do, that we are on borrowed time with his kids. They're our kids, but they're his kids. And so we have to watch how we move with them right and we have to lean on God when we don't know what to do with our kids especially our teenagers when we don't know what to do so I used to think it would be easier as they got older and it's actually the opposite because you worry more and so you know I'm sure I heard this growing up (laughs) and I'm sure you know I'm sure I'm reaping what I sowed a little bit too but um but yes so we have to just trust trust in the seeds that's already been planted right like my mom used to put me on this church bus when i was young and i and she would go right back to sleep on a sunday morning she put me on this blue church bus and i would be excited to go to church because i wanted the rice crispy treats they always had i wanted the snacks and so But little did I know that I was get that that was seed. There were seeds being planted in me throughout my life. My dad had us in a Mormon church. I think the I think these churches he had us in was because he was dating somebody, you know. But he had us in Mormon churches. He had us. I don't. I think I'd have been everybody's church just to visit. I ain't even gonna get it. That's a whole nother. That's that's a whole nother topic, whole nother. <laughs> but I'm just saying there were seeds being planted on the inside of me. So because of that, I always came back to the things of God. And so that's the same thing that happened with our kids and that we remember that we planted seeds and that those seeds didn't fall dormant and that God is in control. So I just will leave you with that. Those words right there. God is in control. Don't let it overtake you and overwhelm you. God is in control. And so I just wanted to. I just wanted to come on here and just kind of encourage some parents because we can really get discouraged by these kids and by these these teenagers. We would never understand them. But I'm pretty sure our parents never understood us either. And it's always an underlying issue. And we have to look at that too. There's always, it's always something that we might not think is important, but it's something important to them. And the enemy in this generation, the enemy doesn't want our kids to make it. I mean, my daughter has lost a lot of, was it three or four? That's a lot within the last six months, six, seven months. It was like she would come in with mom, such and such died. He was murdered. But out of rebellion, every time she tells me the story about these people, the kids, they were moving in rebelliousness. They either left their parents home and came back and still was moving rebellious and then never made it back home. You know, maybe the parents say you can't leave my house at two in the morning. Once the door is locked, it's locked. And then that's what happened to this last young man. He snuck out the house. And it's her. It was her friend's boyfriend, and if her friend's car wasn't broke down, they all probably would have been together. And he he's he got murdered. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like we have to we have to just continue to keep our babies covered and remember that we planted the, the, the seeds that have been planted in them will carry them just like those seeds carried us. But remember to plead the blood of Jesus. My my hairdresser said that to me, right? My braid, the braider. And she said these words to me one day because we were talking about our kids today, actually, <laughs> about our kids. And she said, dip your daughter in the blood of Jesus. Every time I dip my kids in the blood of Jesus, and I always, you know, plead the blood over my kids. But it was the, it was the way she said it. It was in her, it was in the, was something in it that was just hitting differently. And, um, you know, so that's what I would tell you. Dip your children in the blood of Jesus. Plead the blood of Jesus over your kids every day and every night. You don't know who they're around. You don't know what's going on for real. You know, these teenagers be lying too because... They don't want to hear our mouth sometimes. Sometimes they tell us the truth, and sometimes they, they kind of embellish a little bit. But we just know that we serve a God, that the same God that kept us out there is the same God that will keep them. And we just keep pleading the blood over them. And we, I even pray for God to break up relationships that are not of him. Send the right ones. Send the ones that's cut, that came straight from his throne. Because you, you they can connect with the wrong crowd. And then you know who knows what happens after that. But that they also have an enlightened discernment is something that I pray um, to know when it's time to go. <laughs> but I'm going to wrap this up. And um, like I said, I'm going to leave you with these words. God is in control. When you feel uneasy, when you feel like you're, you're kind of losing your way in this parenting thing, you give that thing over to God, you say, and you let God deal with it. Let God fight this, the battles um, in this thing called the pitfalls of parenting. <laughs> All right, you guys. You have an amazing, amazing rest of your evening. I'm going to, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> but God bless you all, and I'll be praying for you. Remember, God is in control.